happened. And the, the bonus. bonus. Sleigh bells. Oh, wait. Let me find it. Here it is. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so it's our holiday bonus. It is our holiday bonus. And because we just watched and reviewed Krampus. Last week. We yes. did. Um, we're going to talk about, one, a little bit about who Krampus is, the the man, the myth. The legend. The legend. <laughs> and um, gingerbread men have a very important piece in the story. So in, the, we'll, in the movie, yeah. yeah they're creepy. Kind of talk about their origin. And then we're going to kind of do like a 2020 overall wrap up a wrap of our up? year. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Who All is right. Krampus? Who is Krampus? So. Krampus is a Central European folklore figure. He is horned, anthropomorphic figure described as half goat and half demon. Like, what does a demon look like, though? Because, I mean, I don't know. He, okay. he doesn't look, Okay. But his sole purpose. Right. His whole job. Like, you got one job. And he, his, he does it. Yeah, he does it well. It is to punish children who misbehave during the holiday season. Look, I could be Krampus. For I'm not real. mad at it. Like, like, this, like, if American children had Krampus instead of mm, Elf on the Shelf, oh, maybe we'd be a much better society. I hate Elf on the oh Shelf. Oh, my God. He's the worst. I hate it. Here's the thing, too. It's so much work for the parents. Have to, every day, you have to find a new stupid little thing the Elf on the Shelf did. Yeah, and Cass will, like, wake up and like, fuck, I forgot to move the Elf. Like, what am I going to do? And I'm like... How about you just tell your child that it's not real (laughs) and that Krampus will come and kill him if he doesn't If I had children, I would be like, okay, so there's no such thing as Santa. Also, there's no such thing as this elf on the shelf. I don't have a problem with Santa and believing in that shit. Because that goes one night. That goes away too pretty quickly. But the elf on the shelf is too much. It's too much work. It's too much preparation. I'm not trying to do this. Like, I've got a real life. Right, a real job. I got real adult people things to worry about. And I'm not trying to just like, oh, like this elf, like moving my doll collection around. Mm -hmm. No, no. He's basically the anti-Santa though, Krampus is, and he does. So Santa rewards good children with gifts, and Krampus, on the other hand, is like, I will kill you. (laughs) I'm gonna put you in my little bag, my little sack. And drag you straight to hell. Right to hell. So Krampus is, he's like one of the companions of St. Nicholas. I had no idea St. Nicholas had friends. I didn't know, let alone like really evil ones. He's kind of but a dark apparently outlook. he's only like the dark ally of St. Nicholas in like very specific regions of the right. world. And they are Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, the Czech Republic, Hungary, Northern Italy, and Southern Tyrol. Look, okay, so I asked my brother and my mom and her brother, so my uncle, because I talked to them today. So I asked all of these people if they had ever heard of Krampus, and the answer was no. Hmm. So, like, my family, you know, my my mom's side, very Czech, and my dad's side, super German, so very Eastern European, okay? They've never heard of this shit, so I don't know where... Apparently, my, my relatives Steven. did not live in the area where that happened because they don't know anything about it. I'm going to text him now. Who? My friend Steven. He's super Czech. Oh, yeah. Text him and ask. I mean, maybe it is in the Czech Republic. I will. But I was going to say they were they lived near Hungary, but this has Hungary, too. So I don't know. But I can tell you that my family had no idea. And I will tell you the first time I heard of Krampus, I had heard of it before we start. We did this movie. Yeah, because me too. I, I'd seen the movie, but I will tell you where I heard it from was that show, The League. 
Yes, that's where I heard yes. it from too. That's the first time I heard of Krampus. Oh God, I love Halloween. Oh God, I know. I actually pulled up the scene where Taco is in the mall trying to be Krampus, and I was like, I gotta watch this show again. It was so fucking funny. It was so good. So, tell us about the origin of Krampus. Look, in the aftermath of the 1932 election in Austria, the Krampus tradition was prohibited by the Dolphus regime. Okay. But under the clerical fascist fatherland front, which, you know, father, whatever, all that bullshit... And the Christian Social Party. So the, all those people were like, no Krampus. No, it's Krampus not, is bad. It's evil. It's a big no Mm-mm. for me. But then in the 1950s, the government distributed pamphlets titled, Krampus is an evil man. So I guess people were still believing in yes, Krampus at that for point. for sure. And so they were trying to kind of low-key be like, mm, it's not a good idea. <laughs> I don't like it. And then toward the end of the century, a popular resurgence of Krampus celebrations occurred, and it continues today. I have heard... Of, like, parades and stuff. Like, Krampus. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So, the Krampus tradition, it's being revived in Bavaria as well as, like, with other local artists, traditions of hand, like, carved wooden masks. Cute. I don't know how. Yeah, whatever. Look, they love to do some hand carved bullshit. They do. I'm not mad at it. In 2019, there were reports of drunken (laughs) or disorderly conduct by masked Krampuses in some Austrian town. I love it. So, like, I guess grown-ass men were getting drunk as shit, Mm -hmm. putting on these Mm -hmm. masks and being Mm -hmm. like, ah, Krampus. Because I think in Austria they have, like, a parade. Yes, they do. Like a Krampus night parade. And and everybody dresses up as Krampus. dress up. They get drunk and they scare children. And I'm like, I'm here here for for it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for all of it. I love it. But what does he look like? Ooh, okay. Cramp Daddy. So. What you look like. Cramp Daddy. His appearance has many different variations. Okay. But, like, they all share the same characteristics. Like, the same characteristics. Okay. So, he's hairy as fuck. Okay. Is I mean, he, is it like he needs a manscape situation? No, I think or he's just, like, like, full of animalistic Okay. Hair? Okay. Not as cute, but okay. Yeah, not Mm-hmm. He's not just like a bear. Right. Yeah, he's like just an animal. Not like a man bun, yeah. like a beard kind of a situation, <laughs> which I am here for. I know you do. <laughs> um, He's brown or black. Okay. And he has cloven hooves. Oh, that's, you know, a little. Yep, yeah, now we're taking it. <laughs> it's like, a little weird, but okay. Harry, okay, brown, okay. Yeah, you, I'm hooves. here, brown or black, Harry, okay, that's fine. Hooves, yeah, yeah. Hard no. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me. <laughs> And he also has horns like a goat. Oh. <laughs> um, and he has like this long pointed tongue that just hangs the fuck out of his mouth all the time with uh, fangs. Yikes. Yes, yeah, so we, we were rocking along for that, a little bit. That Gene then. Simmons tongue. Mm-hmm. He also carries chains that are thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. Okay. So those Christians are always trying to do the devil dirty. For sure. He also loves to thrash these chains because he's dramatic as fuck. And he likes, you know, he likes to be a little bit, make a a scene. He likes to be a little extra. You know, the chains are sometimes accompanied with bells. Oh. So. (laughs) Think of that next time you hear jingle bells. (laughs) So sometimes Krampus carries like a sack or a basket, but it's always strapped to his back. And this sack. Is what he uses to cart off the evil little children mm. for drowning, okay. eating, oh, or transporting to hell. Huh. So, so there's a okay. lot going on. He's really doing the most, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's either like, you're going to drown, I'm going to eat you, or you're going to, either way, you're going to die. You'll be dead. So you shouldn't have been bad. 
I think I would probably choose just the eating, eating. or the drowning because eating. eating sounds like the best way. Yeah. I mean, hell, that's an eternity of bullshit. Yeah. Drowning, I hear, is a real painful death. So. And maybe like if with the eating with his fangs, like if he gets you like just in that one spot, like maybe you're done. immediately, and then he could just continue to feast on you, and you would never know. But also, maybe he'll just quickly kill you and then roast you up, cook you, have a nice little yeah. meal, and that's you fine. Know? And I'm dead then at that point. So what do I right. care if you're going to eat me? But like if you were good all year, you won't have, you have to, to worry, worry about, about fucking Krampus. And I'm always and this good. is why children should know about Krampus. Look, I'm always good. So okay. even when I'm bad, I'm good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Gingerbread men. Yes. So in the movie, there were tons of little animated so evil gingerbread men. <laughs> They're cute, but also not. They terrorize the hell out of the main characters, though. Let's do some gingerbread man history. Let's do it. So, like, first of all, kind of what is a gingerbread man, if people don't know? I, I mean, I feel like you should Everyone know. Everyone knows, like, but, but okay. it's like a biscuit or cookie. I like how you put biscuit here, like we're British. Yeah. Cute. You know. It's a cookie. It's a biscuit <laughs> or, or a cookie. It's made of gingerbread, and it's usually in the shape of a human. Yes. But other shapes, especially seasonal themes like Christmas, Halloween, Easter, and other characters are common. So gingerbread dates from the 15th century, and figural biscuit making was practiced in the 16th century. So that's when they started making them look like people. Mm-hmm. The first documented instance of a figure-shaped gingerbread biscuit or cookie was at the court of Elizabeth the first of England with her white lead right. makeup. Get it, girl. <laughs> so she had gingerbread figures made and presented in the likeness of some of her like most important guests. I mean, how likeness? Extra, I, well, that too. But also, could like, you be like, oh my god, this looks like Roger Bacon, <laughs> or like what? Like, <laughs> what is it? I expect the same treatment though now at every oh, dinner party I attend. Okay. Like I want a cookie that looks just well, like me. How lucky for us that it's the quarantine and there and are no, there dinner, are no parties. dinner parties. Yeah. It's like you and I, so like make <laughs> yeah. me a cookie that looks like me, bitch. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but the queen wasn't the only person eating gingerbread men. Oh. So also during this time period, gingerbread men were dished out by folk medicine practitioners and it was they were often described, you know, as witches or magicians, which I am here for. And they would create them as love tokens for young ladies. So apparently, if these ladies could get the man of their choice to eat the gingerbread man that Mm -hmm. had been made for them, specifically for them, the man would fall madly in love with them. What happens if you're like, look, I made this for Tom, but fucking James Yeah, like Tom took it home and he was like, oh, James, I don't want this fucking cookie. You eat it. And then like suddenly James is in love with you? Yeah, you're like, oh, James, didn't want James. Yuck. Mm. <laughs> so, how did gingerbread men know? Like, it there's Queen Elizabeth serving cookies. There's witches serving cookies. How did it become like a holiday staple? That's a good question. It is a good question. I'll tell you. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so, the popularity of gingerbread during the holidays, especially, and it can uh, be attributed to the belief that spices heated you up in the winter. And I this, have heard that. Yeah, I did too. And that's why we have all like the heavy winter spices. Right. So many of the earliest versions of gingerbread were basically just honey cakes. This guy, his name is Michael Crondall. He wrote this book called Sweet Inventions, The History of Dessert. He traced honey bread or honey cakes back to the ancient Greek people and claimed that ancient Roman men ate anatomically correct honey cakes before 
orgies to stimulate that sexual appetite. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So next time you're making like gingerbread men with your children, just think of like the Romans making these little gingerbread men to like... With penises and balls. Yeah, with dicks and titties and... You know, just getting right for that orgy. I would love to get involved in the orgy. I'm sorry I came a little late, but let me real quick get, <laughs> let me get my gingerbread. Let me get my cookie. Let me get my cookie. Oh, six inch. <laughs> I'm ready. Dick. Okay. All right. This All cookie's right. got a small penis, but I'm still but here it's, for it's it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Any spices that were added would change over time to like these, uh, their original honey cakes uh, as the popularity and availability of spices Buried. Okay, in my mind, that just means some weird combos. Like, what were they putting in this shit? They just got a hole. Well, they got a hole. They s- stole right. land and right. um, got commandeered new spices. Yeah. And they're like, fuck it, throw it in this cookie. That's crazy what it shit tastes in like. Here. Overall, the big gingerbread traditions come from Germany, France, the Netherlands, and the British Isles. So the addition of butter and cream to the cookies gave rise in the uh, 18th century recipes. And they those recipes very much resemble the modern gingerbread cookies of today. And this is according to the Oxford Encyclopedia mm. of Food and Drink in America. I had never heard of that. So Me very good. either. I have heard that back in maybe the 19th century in England especially, and I know this because of my knowledge of romance novels, mm-hmm. they... Made gingerbread husbands, and you would eat the gingerbread husband, which was just a little gingerbread man yeah, cookie. Yeah. And then that night, you would dream about who your husband would be. Oh, what if you wanted a gingerbread wife? I mean, back in the day, I don't think they were really <laughs> like as cool oh. with gingerbread wives as we are so now. I would have made a gingerbread husband and like secret low key had like a gingerbread wife. Like, like, I, <laughs> I made this gingerbread husband, but all you would like, eat was a gingerbread I, wife. Sarah, I want this cookie. <laughs> Yeah. So, our 2020 wrap-up. That was quite a year. My God. You know? Was it? So, this is our first attempt at this. It's our first (laughs) go-round. How do we feel about this first season? I thought it was fun. I had a really good time. I had so much fun. I really enjoyed it. I think it was... I don't know. You know, some of these movies are ones I have wanted to watch and was glad we got to see finally. Um, obviously, I like spending time with you and hanging out and talking about this stuff. Duh. So it's just been, it's been really fun. It has been. And I, I'm, I'm happy with it. I am proud because we mm. started this and we didn't know anything about like doing podcasts or editing True. or anything like that and <laughs> nothing Instagram. and so instagram and yeah and it's not like we have like a huge following or anything right. like that but there are people that listen and for that i'm grateful same and i will shout out all of y'all now i don't know your names but <laughs> hello so um what was your favorite episode i'm gonna have to go with still carrie our very first. really yes and i'll tell you why okay. it's because i was so unprepared to talk <laughs> had i not seen that movie a billion times like, my notes were just fucking all over the place. I didn't know what to take notes on, what not to. <laughs> Our sound quality was, was terrible. very poor. Like, it was just such... <laughs> I went back and listened to it not long ago, and I was like, this is terrible. Like, legitimately <laughs> terrible. I can't believe all of our friends told us this was good. Like, Yeah, because we gave it to all our friends, like, what do you think? And they're like, yeah. They're like, this is great. Y'all going. are doing great. a great job. And I'm like, this is not it good. Not I want to go back and re-edit it now, knowing what I know now. <laughs> nah. 
But leave it out there. Leave it raw. My favorite episode would probably be The Serpent and the Rainbow. I knew you were going to say this. So that was going to be like my actual favorite. Like in, in so terms funny. of like what I think we did the best on. Right. I think we, I mean, that one to me is very funny. It is. And I and enjoy it. I don't think it. it got as many listeners because it's not no, like a it's popular not, movie. Yeah. But it's really good. Go and out it, and listen to it. I thought so too. <laughs> so, March 5th. Was our very first episode. Was that the okay? Yeah, it was. I went back and um, and that shortly after fucking Ooh, COVID, there was COVID. So like, how did this podcast help us deal with quarantine? Oh wow! I think I mean on the obvious side, it got us to see somebody <laughs> because otherwise we wouldn't just. I mean, I live alone. You live with Cassie, yeah. but so you have you know Cassie and Maddox. But like, I live alone, so I wouldn't have seen anybody if I hadn't seen you every couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Which would have sucked. You're right. Not that I'm out, like, before was out there just seeing people left and right. But, I mean, I was going to work and stuff. I'm still not back in the office, you know. Same. So, at least I got to see somebody, which was nice. Yeah. It gave the same, like, I'm not back in the office. And it gave me a chance to, like, get away, like, out of my house and, like, shower. Um, Sometimes put some makeup on just to come over here and see. Not every time. Not every time. There were some rough times There's but been many a time where it's it been. was just an opportunity to get out the house talk about things that we love and like have drink with a friend right have a drink with a friend or more or more maybe five yeah <laughs> i think i'm down like to half a bottle of champagne right now only so. a half i thought you'd be finished by now i know i stopped so that i can drive later because we're about to go on a little thank you little venture here in a minute a venture. so how do you feel about the season overall what did you what do you think where can we improve <laughs> um so I overall, I think that we try so hard to like listen and see like what can we always do to like keep making us better. Yeah. And so like we have changed some of the things like we thought that we were being too detail oriented. Right. And so we cut down on some of like the and Jack said this and Joe said this yeah. and make it shorter. Um. So I think it's things like that. Um, Just learning from learning as we go. And so overall, I think I'm, I'm proud of what we've done and I think that we can only get better. Hopefully. I agree. I'm super proud of what we've accomplished. We've put out what this is our 22nd, yeah, like full movie, mm-hmm. maybe 21st full movie because we did break the shining up into two. But that's a lot of movies, and then we have a bonus episode for most of them, not all of them because we didn't start that till later. Yeah. But it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm, I'm really proud of us. I think Me we've too. done a lot of work. Thank you. So, um, for you, are there any cringe or cringy moments? <laughs> From earlier episodes that you've listened to that you want to talk Honestly, about. Honestly, I feel like the whole Carrie episode <laughs> is a cringe moment. The episode is not good. But everyone, all our friends are like, this is great. Look, our friends are wonderful people. They are, I guess. And, you know, for a first effort, it But you it know was what? Good. Had they been like, this is shit, and we stopped it. I mean, that's true. We have improved like tenfold since Carrie. Mostly, it's mo- you know my problem with Carrie is not the content; it's the the editing and yeah. the sound. I don't think it sounds good. I think, and this was the first time I had ever used Audacity and didn't know what I was doing. So even though I still have a long way to go and all the editing stuff, I think there's just a lot of stuff in there. There's you know we didn't we didn't pull out any of the the weird stuff that I pull mm-hmm. out now, like all the. And the, the, the like the yes, likes and I will the say space. your editing has I am so proud of you, like <laughs> how far you've come with your editing because I Thank know you. I couldn't do that. Megan edits all of our episodes. 
I couldn't do this shit for sure. But there are times when I'm like, I wish I didn't have to do the edit. <laughs> but it's come so far since uh, our first yeah, it's episode. Way better. And like now she's like a little editing pro. I, there, I have a long way to go, but it is Bitch way added better. To your LinkedIn. <laughs> it's way better than that first episode, which makes me honestly. I tell you, <laughs> when I went and listened to, it, I was like, this is it makes me legit there. uncomfortable. I, I'm yes. The sound quality is poor, but that's I think everybody's first, you know, first episode. True, true, true. Unless you're a pro and you're starting like your third podcast and that kind of thing, right? You know, how has this podcast made us closer as friends, Kim? We have been friends for how long? Fifteen years now? God, forever? <laughs> Maybe longer? I don't, I don't know. know. I can't but even I tell think, you. Now. Um, once you leave college, and I mean, yes, we live in the same city, and for the longest time, we lived like fifteen minutes—not even fifteen minutes but, away from each other. But you know other. what's funny is we were not friends in college. Well, we yes, we were friends in college. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the same we, university, and we knew and we so knew many other. of the same Maybe people. Like, too. We, we worked our first job out of college together, and when we moved to Houston, we didn't see each other as often as I would like. Like you become an adult, and right. like you just get busy, and work happens, yeah. and hangovers happen and we don't go out during the week and like on weekends you travel whatever the case may be and you just get busy and I think this has not forced us but like it has forced us to like actually see each other every couple of weeks and I like it me too I've missed it a lot and not only that but like our communication we have to talk all the time or text about it and so that's been nice it's like a I was near my best friend, but like this is like, oh shit, I've rediscovered my best friend. It's, yeah, it's been really fun. And I agree, because, you know, when we were in Nacogdoches too, we worked together, so we saw each other daily. Yeah. And then also, we would go out all the time after work or yeah, on the we weekends. Were young yeah, we were all, <laughs> we yeah, we were like 25 right. or 23, you know, whatever. And so we were babies. We were so young. And the, yeah, moving to Houston, it was, it was like, I don't talk to you every day anymore, and that yeah. was weird. So this is, it is nice to get to see you more often and and all that. I appreciate it. Me too. So um, what are your hopes for season two? Oh, wow. You know, obviously my, my biggest hope is for I'm more. I'm going to go ahead and pour the champagne. I don't even care if y'all hear it. Do it, girl. All right. <laughs> loud. So obviously my biggest hope is for more people to hear the the podcast and to to grow the the listenership and then to eventually start a Patreon where we can put new kind new episodes that you you know you wouldn't see on the feed. That's where I would like to do movie series, maybe even do TV shows or some, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of things or, you know, stuff like that. Just new content that is not on the main yeah. feed. Um, but obviously that's a long way off, if at all. But it's a dream. <laughs> and, you know, you should always have a dream. Right. So that's... I mean, that's kind of mine, too. Like, it's just for more listeners uh, just to keep getting better. And yeah, I mean, to improve the content, obviously. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, we're always learning. We're always taking feedback and criticisms, whether it's... Or, I mean, whether it's positive feedback or negative feedback, right. whatever, like, we want to hear it. And so that's that's my only hope for season two is that we just grow a little bit. Yeah. And I would also like to continue to learn about editing. Mm-hmm. There's so much to know. It's very difficult. I'm, I know that makes it sound like I'm patting myself on the back. I'm very much not. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard. I don't know a lot about it. Sometimes I get on these forums to learn stuff. I'm like, how do these people know this shit? <laughs> You're like, I'm what? what are they even Girl. talking about? <laughs> 
is this English? Like, I, I, again, it's like, I know the words, like, I'm but a what is it theology major? So. Okay, now. <laughs> hey, I'm an English major, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't have tech skills. Mm-mm. So there's that. And weirdly, I work in accounting now. So Yeah, so I'm an English and psychology Again, major who runs numbers all yeah, day long. That's not helpful to what I'm I doing here. I swore when I was in college, I'm like, I will never have a business job. I will not sit really? at my desk. Yes. And now that's numbers. all you do. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Excel hell. I will say, if I could go back probably to college, I would, I would maybe get a double major in sociology and accounting. Mm-hmm. Because I did really love sociology, so I would still want to take those classes. It was fun, like, but it's not like a practical. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not doing anything with it, you know? Kind of like when you talk, when I told my mom, like, I'm just gonna, I don't know, I'm undecided, I'm thinking about a liberal arts degree, and she's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, my mm-hmm. mom has a liberal <laughs> arts degree, because my mom has a, a degree in psychology and she oh, has her master's and stuff too. I didn't know Mary had a psych degree. She has a master's in counseling. Okay, Mary. I know. So, but when I was first in school, I was like, I'm going to be a sociology major. And she was like, mm, you shouldn't do that. You, there's no job in that right. field. Like, that's not a good idea. She's like, look, listen to me. I did that. It's not, it's not good. And I was like, okay, you're right. So I went biology and then I dropped out of school because I never went to class because I didn't like it. Yes. And so when I went back and was paying for it myself, I was like, I'm doing what I want to do. Right. But And you do better. I still should have done something that was a little maybe more helpful. But I did enjoy those classes. So. You know, I was the psych and English major. Meanwhile, my brother went to school for international business in Russia. And look at him. And, right. <laughs> <laughs> and Love you, Robert, but also hate you a little bit. But I hate your fucking face. <laughs> Mr. VP, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then you're Suck up. a dick. <laughs> But he will. He will. <laughs> and love it. He does love it, too. <laughs> okay, so. Okay. Um, goodbye, 2020. Yeah. What a. What a year. Fuck stick of I'm a year. ready for it to be over. We did our best. So, like we said last week, we're going to take a little break. Just a short two-week break, guys. You won't miss us too much. Hopefully. If you do, replay an old episode. Maybe yeah. I'll get nice and edit carry and put it back out with better <laughs> remastered sound. remix it so we will be back on i think we said the 21st we will have a new episode out yes we will we are going to put a poll, poll. we'll leave it up to you guys it's megan's birthday month next month so <laughs> we will let her choose what two movies mm-hmm. that she wants to see and then y'all will pick the final decision yes it's a big birthday for me, too. It is a big birthday. Is that big? Can I say it? No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. Is that big it. for us? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually really like, I'm going to be super old, but also I don't feel that old. So I guess that's all that counts. It is. Because I'm, I'm, I'm knocking on that fucking door and yeah. I don't feel it either. <laughs> also, I don't act my age because I'm very immature. So there Same-sies. is that. <laughs> because I still say samesies. Right. So. Yes, and I still try and be cool like I'm 25. But yeah, I'm it's not. only when I wake up in the morning when I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I am old. Like, my knees. Oh, my, my joints. <laughs> All right, guys, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Room 237 The Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Room 237 The Pod C1. 
or you can send us an old-fashioned email at room237thepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to go to iTunes and rate and review us. Give us that five-star review that makes us so, so happy and also lets other people find us. All right, guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Hope you all have a wonderful Christmas, a happy new year, which is about to happen for you. And Let's hope 2021 is let's hope it's better even marginally better than 2020 well the vaccine is out let's hope it starts kicking in oh we can all God. get back to, wait. to normal life me too and we will see y'all in we'll a few see weeks y'all in the new year bye bye, bye.